look up child upward i look and see him there who made an end of all my sin after all that i've been through Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to 2023 and the Looking Up Show. You are here with the wonderful Shell, who's the one in the driver's seat. She's the one that makes this show happen. She's part, she is the engine room, the engine room of the Looking Up Show. And the wonderful, newest, most amazing dad on the planet, maybe in Australia, maybe in um, Newcastle area, good old Justin Tarosian, yeah, welcome. Hello, hello, happy to be here. Happy 2023. Yes, indeed. Happy, happy 23. Wait, February 1 today. I know, it's hard February to believe. February 1 today. month of the year Absolutely. is gone. Absolutely. And my name is Danny, and I am so glad that you are joining us from wherever you may be listening around Australia. Justin, can you believe it? We have 230 radio stations around this country. Mm, amazing. Amazing. And ever since the Looking Up show went to air, the radio stations have been just mushrooming around Australia. <laughs> Everyone wants to get, get a piece of the Looking Up show. <laughs> if you believe that, you'll believe everything. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, folk, we have 230 radio stations. So if you're listening on any one of those, a big welcome to you. And, um, yeah, we've got listeners all over the country. And, uh, yeah, we're just so thankful for that, and uh, we're looking to we're looking to grow to about four hundred radio stations this year. Fantastic! Yeah, over the next year or two. So wherever you're listening from, big welcome to you on this first day of February, the last month of summer, and we are here for another year, Justin, mm-hmm. of the Looking Up Show. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Now you are here because um, your dear wife. Um, is very busy at the moment. Both of us are sleep deprived, but I am less <laughs> sleep deprived than she is being the primary feeder of our newborn baby boy. So, oh, well, yes. well, well, folk, we are going to hear all about it. So firstly, let's just say a big hello to Sharissa. Are you out there? I'm out here. Oh. <laughs> how, are Hi, you, how are you doing, my friend? How are you doing? Still looking up. You're looking up. Oh, look at that. Like, look at that. We can't, she can't get it out of the system. She can't get it out of the system. It's in her DNA now. Let's hope it's not, let's hope it's not in, in the little DNA of, of the little baby boy. Now, what is his name? Uh, do you want to tell him, Justin? Oh, you, go ahead. you go ahead, love. You gave birth. You gave birth. So you, you, you get the privilege of sharing the name for the very first time on the Looking Up show. All right. Well, both his father and I have four names. First name, last name, and two middle names. And so his name is Judah Levon Luca Tarosian. Wow. There you go. And for the first listener to... Send that through in the right order. You'll get a special and prize. the right spelling. And the right spelling, <laughs> folk. We are going to come back to hear more about baby news after this beautiful song from someone, Linda Randall, God on the Mountain. <laughs> oh, we're all over the place. It's the first day of the Looking Up Show. Sit back and enjoy, and we'll be back with more baby news straight after this. 
beautiful song God on the Mountain you know what this song really had a huge impact on me Justin um, a number of years ago it was I think it was in, I was in New Zealand at the time so this is pre-2005 mm. wow can we even think that far back <laughs> pre-2005 when I was ministering in New Zealand I was going through a very challenging time and I remember listening to this song mm. over and over again you know the same God who's on the mountain he's the same God in the valley mm. You know, um, and he's always there because it's easy, you know. It's easy to be faithful when the sun is shining, Mm -hmm. but it's another thing when the storm clouds are raging and the the rain is pouring down as it was in New Zealand, in Auckland, (laughs) not so long ago. Um, And so, yeah, that's uh, a beautiful song. Beautiful song. Fantastic. Shell always comes up with just the right music at just the right time. What a way to start (laughs) the year with that beautiful song. So, Justin, yes, you are here, and we are going to be talking 
to your dear wife also who's joining us. You still there, Sharissa? I'm still here. All right, this is this is the baby segment. We're going to have a baby <laughs> segment every well well before in the lead up to baby Judah, we were having an update from Sharissa on how things were going. We were counting down. Yeah, yes, very true. Very yeah, true. We were counting down. And and you want it? Here's an amazing fact. Here we go. Here we go. Go for we it. We were counting down to his due date, and he was born on his due date. Yeah, he's oh, part of the boy. 3% club. Only 3% of babies are born on their due date. Wow. And yeah. his grandmother, my mom, was born on her due date. Yeah. So, yeah. I was I was really encouraging Sharissa to aim for January 1. <laughs> that's your anniversary, right? That's my anniversary. And, uh, that way I'll never forget. So, but January well, 4, I, was, I think of July 4, January 4. You're American, so I, was, I kind of remember that. <laughs> I was telling Sharissa he's a good mix of his dad and his mom. Not always early like her. Not well. Not always, but not early like her. Not late like his dad. But uh, right on time. <laughs> right. In the Absolutely. Now, like I said, we were counting down the sleeps to January four. Now you're yeah. probably struggling to get to sleep, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> What's it been like? What's it been like? I mean, folk, if you could just see Justin just as well, just as well. The bags under um, the eyes. The- <laughs> just as well, radio cannot be seen. <laughs> oh, have mercy. What a sight for sore eyes. Oh, excuse the pun. That's a bad pun. That's a very bad pun. Anyway, Justin, what's it been like for you, mate? Ah, uh, you know... High respect for parents. And must I I must say, like, parents who have, like, three-plus kids, man, mm. alive, how on earth did you do it? Those families, like, in our grandparents' generation that had, like, 12 kids, oh. what? how in the world was that possible? Just really amazing. But I must say... The joys of those moments when mm-hmm. he's asleep, <laughs> usually, <laughs> but, or when he's awake and he's just looking up at you with that cute face. Oh, man, it's priceless. And oh, wow. uh, it really mm-hmm. is worth all of the pacifying him and the screams and the cries of the gas pain. He is a really good baby, isn't he, Sharissa? He doesn't oh, cry I, unless I there's something so. wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow! Very blessed. Wow! Wow! Now, Sharissa, we've got we've we've got a whole bunch more that we want to unpack when it comes (laughs) to little baby Judah. Um, But if folk would like to ask a question, folk, we want to give you an opportunity. You want to ask a question? Anything about the baby? Anything about Justin? Anything about Sharissa? Go for it. This is your opportunity. This is our looking up number. We have our looking up number. Can you believe it, Justin? This is our looking up number. number. It is. Oh four triple eight one seven six two four. Is that the right one, Shell? There's like two numbers that I'm looking at here and I'm hoping that's the right one. It sounds like the right one. Oh, Sharissa remembers it well because she's the only one that's actually organized in this studio apart from Shell. <laughs> the radio program wouldn't happen if we had two Dannys. Um, so that number again, 04-888-17624. That's 04-888-17624. So far away your questions or maybe your congratulations to um, Justin and Sharissa. Now, Sharissa had a little bit to do with the whole, you know, baby coming <laughs> coming into the world, but Justin played the main part. So just keep that in mind, folks. Keep that in mind, folks, when you send your congratulations. No. So, Sharissa, Sharissa, what's it like being for you? I mean, a brand new mum. Oh, it's very world-changing. Mm. <laughs> Suddenly I am needed by somebody all the time. <laughs> and, uh, no, it's been a real blessing. There are lots of lessons to be learned. Yeah, 
So tell us, tell us, um, repeat his name again because in case we didn't Judah, get it, Judah, yeah. Judah, Levon, Luca, Tarosian, and it has a lot of meaning. <laughs> okay, do you want to share with us the meaning? All right, so maybe we we'll go back and forth, Justin. Yeah, sure. So Judah is uh, is one of the names of the sons of Jacob, obviously, and he has a name on one of the gates to the holy city in the book of Revelation, Judah. And Jesus is the lion from the tribe of Judah. Judah also means praise mm. and he's and thanksgiving. And his name appears in Jesus' family tree wow. in Matthew chapter 1. So we thought that's pretty special. Yeah. And then I kind of gave away the next one. But that's I'll all right. And also it. with his name meaning thanksgiving or praise, we thought it was appropriate with my healing from cancer last year. And him being, you know, us finding out Sharissa was pregnant with him just two weeks after we learned about my cancer. Mm. So, yeah, his second name, Levon, is Armenian. My father is Armenian. And uh, it's Armenian for lion. So, first name Judah, second name Levon, which means lion. So, like, lion of the tribe of Judah, like Jesus in Revelation 5. So, it's our mm-hmm. prayer that he be like Jesus. And then uh, the next name. Is Luca, spelled L-U-K-A, which is the Samoan spelling, and we've since discovered the Macedonian spelling, the Serbian spelling, and the spelling of Luke. <laughs> oh, did I hear several... Macedonian? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, oh boy, I knew you'd, <laughs> I, I knew you'd do something there for me. Just a little bit, just a little bit. You've made my day, my week, my year. It doesn't matter what happens in 2023. You've, you've got a Macedonian bit <laughs> in the go. name. That's all that matters. Now carry on, carry on. So that's Judah, well, Levon. What was the third one? Luca, Luca, which is the Samoan spelling of Luke. Yeah. Ah, with a K, L-U-K-A. And actually, a number of African languages as well. We were that's told. Right. And it means it's uh, means brightness or bringer of light or shining. Wow. And so, because um, we've got well, I have Samoan blood in me, so I wanted to have a, something Samoan in his name, and we want him to be a light for Jesus. And then uh, the name Judah itself is also pretty special because um, I'll let you explain it, Justin. Oh, you go ahead. They have my voice for the rest of the radio oh, show. Okay. Go ahead. Well, um, it, it's got a nod to Justin, his dad, J-U, and then D-A are the initials of my dad's name. Well, first two letters of his, of his name, David, mm-hmm. and then A-H is the initials of Justin's dad, so Avanes Hovik, oh. so Judah. Got all the grandfathers and the man alive. Them. You have covered the entire family. <laughs> You've covered yeah. the biblical like significance and the most significant name really in the Bible, Judah. Um, you know, as far as tribe is concerned, oh, yeah, certainly true, as far as the, the most significant tribe. So you've got that nailed down. You've got the whole family covered. So. There's going to be gifts and presents coming from <laughs> everywhere. This was actually just an additional. Why didn't kind I of think a... of that? Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> There's no Genevieve's or Jamie Lee's anywhere to be found in my family. No wonder we hardly got any baby presents. Oh, have mercy. Where were you guys? Like, like 27 years ago, just before Jamie Lee was born. That would have been really handy. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, we didn't plan this part, but it's kind of an additional cool thing is his initial, well, we did plan this part. His initials, JT, are the same as mine, which was my childhood nickname. But the rest of his name, LLT, like J-L-L-T are his initials. LLT is uh, the name of an amazing media production uh, company. They created Hell and Mr. Fudge and the Seventh Day Documentary, which we highly mm-hmm. recommend. And it stands for Lux Lucit in Tenebris, 
which means light shines in the darkness, and it's the mm. motto of the Waldenses. I've been there. I've yeah. photographed it. Yeah. That's what I thought of. Yes. Sharissa and I were there together in 2018, <laughs> wow. and it goes with his uh, his second middle name, Luca, you know, wow. brightness yes, or yes, bringer yes, of light. Yes, yes, so yes. our prayer is that in this time of Earth's history of darkness that he be a bringer of light and that mm. light, would, light would shine in the darkness. Well, I'm telling you, folk, the whole radio program today is going to be Baby focus. <laughs> there's serious theology. There's, there's serious lessons to be learned just from this name and just from this whole experience. There wow. is one downside to his name. We have no idea how we're going to have a second child if we do have one with such significance <laughs> in their name. <laughs> you've exhausted all the significance you could muster. This it took us is... nine months to think of all of that. <laughs> yeah. If it's a boy, it's going to be called Bob. <laughs> if it's a girl, it's going to be called, I don't know, um, Annie. Oh, oh, no, if there are any Bobs or Annies out there, I've just, like, put them off listening to the looking up show for the rest of their lives. I'm really sorry. I didn't I meant that in the nicest possible way. That's even possible. Oh wow. Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder. My kids grew up on Bob the Builder. Well so so Sharissa, you mentioned Oh Justin's just killing himself laughing and so is what did I just say? That's all right. Have mercy. I'm telling you, this organic show. Oh, now Sharissa you mentioned that um, our little friend Judah, he like has taken pole position at the home of the Tarosians. Um, yeah. So how has Justin felt about his demotion in the, in the, whole, in the whole family chain? <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you this one thing. You can Justin, speak more than one. Um, we're happy to hear <laughs> many things. <laughs> Justin, I call him the Swaddle King because he swaddles Judah the very best out of both of us. Uh (laughs) And I called him that, the Swaddle King. And then one night in his sleep, he was talking and he was in a swaddle competition. (laughs) She asked me, evidently, she told me the next morning, I asked you last night, like, what are you doing? Because you were moving around and you told me I'm in a swaddle competition. (laughs) So evidently I was trying to defend my title of Swaddle King. And so I told, and I told her, "Oh, I'll tell you about it in the morning." Woke up in the morning, and she told me about it because I couldn't even remember. <laughs> so, would you say your your brains become more foggier since January four? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think the sleeplessness has done it. <laughs> oh wow, wow, wow! Now, Shell, you must have something you want to share with Sharissa. <laughs> Share or just find out? There's well, lots find of stuff out, I find, find out, out, share. I mean, you're <laughs> someone that actually, unlike Justin and I, you have the experience mm, of yes. bringing new life into this world. So okay. you can probably speak from a different perspective than our waffle. Or uh, yeah, I guess to us mothers, that sort of part of the story kind of matters. So that's what, one of the things that I've been wondering was how, how was the mm. the delivery experience? So I know that um, wow. it, it must have... Um, not gone as according to plan or whatever. No, uh, no. So, so were you in labor for a really long time? Yes. Or? <laughs> really, really long time. 36 hours at home. 36 oh. hours. Before we got, well, early labor, like before we got to the, to the hospital. Like it have to be, you know, contractions three within 10 minutes and she wasn't there consistently wow. till 36 hours of laboring at home. Oh, have mercy. So we went 9 p.m. on Tuesday, January 3 and... Yeah, um, love you. Take over. Go ahead. <laughs> this is yeah, all your well, story than mine. I was happy to get to the hospital because I thought they'd help me with the pain. 
<laughs> but then uh, I just had the gas, which I don't know if anybody knows, but it works not very much. And yeah, so I didn't find it helpful. I tried yeah. it. It worked okay. For me. <laughs> <laughs> it helped me. But anyway, yeah, carry on. Anyway, we I laboured through the night, and then I think at about three thirty, I hit some complications, and so. Um, the midwife suggested I have an epidural. I was very happy to have the epidural. And that was one of the best things. 7.30 in the morning finally. Yeah. That was one of the most wonderful experiences of my life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, yeah, the complication didn't disappear. And the baby's heart rate started dropping because they put me on uh, a hormone drip to try and, and induce labor further. But, the baby's heart rate started dropping, so I ended up having an emergency C-section. Wow. But I don't know. After all that time laboring, I was very grateful for the C-section. Yeah. She'd so been tired. awake for like 76 or 77 oh, wow. hours. Because I couldn't sleep with the um, contractions. But That's anyway. Phenomenal. That's phenomenal. And the night before that, she hadn't slept well because her, her labor started that night. So. Wow. wow. Yeah, such a trooper. My respect for her was already high, but now it's like through the roof. <laughs> Just like wow. a superhero. Praise the Lord, praise <laughs> for sure. God carried us through. Really he's, grateful. He's for, indeed. For we praise the Lord for that. And we're going to hear a whole heap more about Bubs, little Bubs Judah, in the, <laughs> in the coming weeks. So we're going to have an update yeah. every week. Uh, there is a message of congratulations that's come through before we go to this next song. Um, it's from D. Lazik, who I know very well. Um, great news. Congratulations, guys. I was watching you with Pastor Mize, and I was so excited for you. Luca oh. is a great name. That's also <laughs> my son's name. Yeah, oh, She's got a little nice. boy called Luca. He's not so little anymore, but he's a wonderful little boy. Hope to see you all at Big Camp D from Gosford oh, Church. Oh, thank so you thank so you so much, much D, D for yes. sharing that. Thank you, D. And, um, yeah, it's so exciting. Look, there's nothing more exciting than having a bubs. It changed my life completely. Mm, yes. November 14, 1996, when Jamie Lee came into the world, and it really does transform your life. So, folk, um, we're going to hear a lot more about little baby Judah in the coming days. But in the meantime, there's a song for this child, and then there'll be the news, and we'll be back after that. God bless. For this child, I have This moment now I pray 
The popular question of the day segment has moved. Lyle Southwell will answer every Bible question you have on his new time spot Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Faith FM. During the Afternoons with Shell program. So send your questions to info at faithfm.com.au or text us at 4 Listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Hi, all, I'm Bees the Chaplain. Join me for Blessings with Bees, where we make faith real. If you want to know more, visit me on my landing page at beesthechaplain.com. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you soon. Peace out and God bless. Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right, and if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event, because you can actually participate. It's a free giveaway that you can claim. You can text in your questions and prayer requests. Live is so much more fun, so catch you then. You are listening to the Looking Up Show on this Wednesday afternoon. It's February 1 and we have Justin just walking into the studio. I'm telling you, as Sharissa left, I'm like, this show is not going to go very well. Like We're I said really- about being late, being early. I'm well, late he went to check, Justin went to check on the baby in the break and he realized, no, um, I'm at the studio. I'm not at home. So, um, yeah, he's very disoriented, folk. And um, just keep him in your thoughts, keep him in your prayers. <laughs> He'll get there. He'll I get took a there. nap and I was, I was in a spinal competition again. <laughs> uh, how'd you go this time? 
Oh, I won. I'm still the king. Still, still the king. king. Still, still the king. king. Still the king. Still the king. Got, and we've got the dearest Charissa still online. It's lovely to have you still there for a few more moments. Now, folk, um, we have another congratulations that's come through, guys. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's that's two congratulations. So that's pretty much all of our listeners that we have. Um, we've got two <laughs> listeners that are tuning in each week and... They've both sent in their congratulations, so thank you to Dee. This is from Mark. So Mark has sent in his congratulations. Congratulations, Charissa and Justin. The name for your next child will not be as hard to decide as you think. Oh, there you go. There's some optimism. That's good. He says, um, just put all the letters of all of Judah's four names down on paper, jumble them up to create a name. (laughs) And with all the thought and significance you put into your son's name, you can't go wrong. God bless. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, look, um, that's very organic. Yeah, definitely. That's very much like our Looking Up show. It's very organic. So that would be one way to choose the name. Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. You come up with some really, really interesting ones too. Oh, look, some of the names that are out there now, you kind of wonder whether they did put the letters in the blender <laughs> and, you know, a bit like the Tats Lotto numbers, you know, the swizzle, whatever numbers come up, that's the name. Like some of the names are just really hard to even mm. write down, let alone try and remember. Yeah, true. And for someone Actually, like me as a pastor, I'm really struggling, I you know. I find that it's harder for me to remember someone's name when it's a common one. Is that right? Yeah, it's weird, but when the name is kind of out there and unique, I tend to remember it more. I don't know wow. what it is. I don't know. You must be very special because um, I certainly, I certainly can't remember those, those really, really challenging new, um, unique names. We There's wanted whole... you to to have a simple to pronounce, like you, like you read it and you can't botch it first name because yeah. the poor kid's last name is so long and difficult. <laughs> Tarosian. When you see it in, on paper, if you're not Armenian, you look at it and go, uh-huh. Judah, Levon, Luca, Tarosian. Let's yeah. be reminded of this incredible name so um, it almost sounds like a royal name you know you, you're like the third person to say what is he Charissa like the third person to say that yeah my dad know. calls him his majesty <laughs> <laughs> that's because everyone is waiting on him feeding him carrying him around burping him oh, right. like, oh, walking him yeah wow now Charissa before we let you go because we know that you've got other things not as important as the looking up show um, <laughs> but you do have other things to attend to um, yeah. but tell us a little bit about um, little bubs and uh, weight and height to begin <laughs> with little Judah really? how much did he weigh in at how tall is he because Justin's well, pretty tall and you're kind well, of tallish well, he's going to be tall, I think, because he's very long. Mm-hmm. He's 52 centimeters. Ooh. And, Which is um, a little above he, average for babies, mm-hmm. for newborns. Mm-hmm. But he's he was also not very heavy at birth. Mm-hmm. He was 2.74 kilos. Okay, so just a bit below average. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's that in pounds? What's that in pounds? Six for pounds all the, on the dot. Six pounds yeah. on the dot. For so all he was like a little more than a pound underweight. Okay. Yeah, so like half yeah. a kilo yeah. underweight. Yeah. But we are putting on weight and we're going to be tall, I think. Oh, he's, he's gained. He's like overweight. <laughs> Didn't the nurse say last time we weighed him, love, that he's yeah. uh, he's a little bit overweight for his – I mean, he's not chubby. He doesn't look overweight, but where he should be by her estimation and her her math. But uh, he looks healthy. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, very healthy, happy, beautiful, just a precious, precious oh, baby. I'm telling you, there's nothing sweeter than a little baby. When they're asleep. When they're asleep. (laughs) Amen. Well said. (laughs) Now, um, now, 
I, I've seen a picture of him. Um, I haven't seen him, hadn't had the privilege of seeing him in person yet. And I'm hoping and praying I'll do that this weekend at the prayer conference. So um, yes, you're hoping yes. and praying to get there, eh, Sharissa? God willing. Yes, yes, we'll be there by God's grace. Yeah, so that starts on Friday night. You don't see us, you'll point. hear us. Yes, <laughs> a bit like me, hey, people hear me before they see me. Um, now tell me, tell me, um, who, who are people saying that he looks like? More so, oh, or is he a bit of a he's blend? Got Charissa's nose. That's the only thing we settled on. He's got my nose, but otherwise, we're not real sure about yeah. him. He's a big mix. Oh wow! And I think he might make his moment on Radio Heard in a minute. <laughs> oh, here we go! Here we go! On the Looking <laughs> Up Show, our guest, Little <laughs> Judah, Levon Luca Tarosian. <laughs> so, let, final question: Is he looking up yet? Is He's Judah looking, looking up yet? He is. He is. You want to say hello? Oh, there we go. We can hear him. Yes. Oh, 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 there we go. He's wishing us all the best for 2023. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, <laughs> Judah. We really appreciate your input. Judah's our special guest, and we're just so thankful that we had the opportunity. So, everyone, we've heard Judah. Here we go. Yep, we have heard. There he is. He is actually. His, his eyes are finally tracking, like, Two, two days ago, or on Sunday, three days ago, his eyes for the first time started tracking when you would move in front of him. He'll follow you now. Wow. So, yeah, he's developing, uh, you know, having these milestones. And soon he'll be laughing and smiling for reasons other than passing wind. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, right now they say that's it. <laughs> well, Sharissa, hey, thank you so much for joining us. And um, it's great to hear from little Judah as well. We're all thrilled to hear him give his greetings. And um, we wish you all the best. And, yeah, we'll be, we'll be touching base with you uh, more often than not to hear how you're going and how little Judah's going. And, yeah, in the meantime, I'll have to put up with your husband. So um, well, he'll, ha- he'll have to put up with me. And, and worse... And worse still, Shell has to put up with both of us. <laughs> so poor Shell doesn't have a refuge any longer in you. <laughs> She's like, oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right, my friend. God bless. And, um, yeah, we wish you all the best and very happy for you guys. Love you. Thank you so much. Love See you soon. Well, folks, there we go. That that was little Judah. <laughs> Got to hear him with your own ears. I know. Isn't that special, eh? So we just stayed with Sharissa long enough to hear him. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Well, folk, we're on the Looking Up show. If you're wondering, is this a baby show? No, it's not necessarily <laughs> a baby show. It's a show where we talk about um, the nearness of Christ's coming um, in light of Bible prophecy and how we can prepare for that great and awesome day But you know what? It's interesting, Justin. Um, As you well know, Jesus compared um, the nearness of his coming Mm. to... Birth pains. Birth pains, labor pains. Contractions, yep. Exactly. And um, so we're going to look at that chapter in Matthew 24 because today we're going to do a bit of an overview in case you're wondering where we're going today. This is the end of the baby section for now. Um, (laughs) Today we're going to be doing a bit of an overview of uh, where we are in the current stream of time when it comes to Bible prophecy uh, in connection with the current events that we all see on our daily news. And so we're going to do a bit of a bit of a wrap, um, just a bit of an overall view. And then we're also going to be taking a look at, more importantly, most importantly, what did Jesus have to say about how do we prepare? Mm. You know, he shared four important parables there in Matthew 24 and 25 regarding how do we prepare for his soon return. So we're going to take a look at the the, the overall 
uh, message of each parable, Justin. We're not going to dissect each one. We've done that in the past. But today we're just going to take a look at sort of the overall message, the, 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 the take-home nugget, if you yes. like. And so that's where we're going today. And um, so, yeah, lots to, lots to look forward to. We're going to be taking a look at some um, things that are happening in the news right now. Some of them might be amusing. Some of them won't be very amusing. And all these things are, are here to help us to continue to look up because our redemption is drawing near. And just in case you're joining us for the first time um, or, or you haven't joined us for a little while and you've forgotten why The Looking Up Show is called The Looking Up Show, it's for one all-important reason. Justin, do you want to share with us why is The Looking Up Show called Looking Up? Yes, Jesus said, when you see all these things, that is the signs of the times that he said to us would point to, like we're going to review today, would point to his return, look up. Because your redemption draws nigh. Mm, and that's in Luke twenty one twenty eight. Yeah. Lift yeah. up your eyes or look up because mm. your redemption draws nigh. Amen. So that's why we call it the looking up show. So when we see all these things, we we don't go we don't get down and discouraged and despondent and anxious. Instead, um, we see these signs that the birth is almost here. You know, the coming of Jesus is almost near. And that's mm. what the labor pains all lead to. So was that was that a fair analogy that Jesus used? Do you think Jesus was right on point? Do you want yeah. to sort of share a little more on your experience now with the labor pains and what Jesus shared and what you're seeing happening around us and how that all fits in yes, with that ab- analogy? Absolutely. I guess one of the biggest things, uh, the one key takeaway that I would share is, and you hear about this happening with mothers, but it is just so true. The seeing Sharissa go through the pain that she went through in labor was man, it was stressful, like seeing her so pained and um, in so much agony at different points in time. Her sister Marlita was with us as well as the second support person. And man, like I didn't realize how exhausted, I don't feel like I can really speak on this much, but man, it was exhausting for the support person, you know, Mm. like it was exhausting. I mean, but for her, it was huge. The pain and the agony and anguish that she went through, as soon as she heard our babies cry and saw his face, it all vanished. Wow. It just disappeared. And it's like the worst thing you might be going through in your life now, if you hold on and you let Jesus hold on to you, when Christ returns, the glory and the joy of that brightness and that glory is going to be so overwhelming that all of the pain, the worst pain that you would have felt in this life will just be swallowed up and vanish in the joy of that moment. Wow, wow. That reminds me, that reminds me of, of what Jesus had to say in connection with um, a woman that goes into labor. And uh, it, I can't remember, it's in John there, I'll probably find it um, soon. But she says, it said, you know, for the joy um, of, of the birth of a son, you know, she forgets all the, all yes. the pain and all the suffering because it's of John this. 16. Yeah. yeah. I think it might yeah. be John 16 and you might be able to, you might be able to find it there as we're, as we're talking. And, um, and he shares that exact same point because Jesus says to his disciples, you know, I'm leaving. And, uh, here it is. Yeah. John yeah, 16 21. verse 21 onwards. Do you want to read verse 21 and 22? Because this is right on what you're saying with yeah. your own experience and Sharissa's in particular. Yes. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has come into the world. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice 
and your joy no one will take away from you. Wow, that's so beautiful, isn't it? So you, Sharissa experienced that. You experienced that also Mm. in a secondary way because Mm. obviously she was the primary recipient of all that pain. Um, But to see that little baby, to hold it in your hands, in your Mm. arms, and Sharissa just changed everything. Yeah. So, so was it all worth it? Ah, yeah. You know, like. Her sister, we were just watching videos uh, for the first time just a few days ago because her sister was visiting us and she had taken a lot of photo and video that we were oblivious to at the time during the labor process. And uh, she was recording a little video just before they took Sharissa into the C-section, into the surgery. Like this was like 15 hours or 16 hours after starting at the hospital there. So it's a long, painful labor. But she said, yeah, do you want to say anything to to the baby. And so she recorded a video of oh, us wow. sending a message to the baby just before they were born. And um, the first words out of my mouth were, you better be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I laughed and I said, no, of course, of course you'll be worth it. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, it was, it was absolutely worth it. And I know that, um, you know, there, it's just really hard. It's impossible to encapsulate in words what's mm-hmm. it, what it's like. Being Unless you've parent. been through it. Unless you've been through it. It's yeah. really in, impossible to really fit into words a description of, of how remarkable and life-changing it is. Mm. And just what a picture of God it mm. gives you. Mm. You know, like His constancy, His consistency, His love, His care for us. Yeah, there's, no, there's literally nothing that our baby could do mm. as he grows up and becomes an adult. There's nothing that he could do that would make me not love him. Yeah. Nothing, like absolutely nothing. And sometimes in my mind, I've felt like, oh, you know, like, yeah, God, God is love and God loves me. But, you know, I'm if not I do this and this, times, yeah. yeah, like, well, I'm sure he doesn't love me very much in those times. But no, his love is constant. It's consistent. And there's so many beautiful object lessons that God's been teaching us. And I'm sure they'll just multiply as the years go on. Mm, that's very, very powerful. That reminds me of the words um, of the Apostle Paul in Hebrews here where he says, you know, he encourages the believers to look unto Jesus, you know, the author and finisher yes. of our faith. That's Hebrews, Hebrews 12, 12, 1 and 2. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him, yes. seeing you and I in his kingdom, all of us in his kingdom. Amen. And so we're invited to look up because our redemption is drawing near and that joy Heaven is about to bestow upon us all. Well, sit back, folk, listen to this beautiful song from Catherine Scott, I Belong. Not angels, nor demons, no power on earth or heaven, not distance, nor danger, no trouble.
That was Catherine Scott, I Belong. Beautiful song, and we are so blessed to have Shell directing traffic here on the Looking <laughs> Up show each and every week. We are so blessed, Justin, aren't we? Mm, absolutely. Imagine, we would be totally at sea. Got the best of the best. We've definitely got the best of the best, and she's our producer, and we're very thankful to her, and she does a great job picking the music and just pulling everything together and making sure we're on the right path. So especially now she's working overtime because with Sharissa, it wasn't as tough to keep things on the right path. <laughs> but now with our Sharissa, dealing with two guys. Um, and so she's doing a great job. So Justin's here with us. He's the other half of of the Sharissa-Justin-Tarosian combination. Well, actually, now there's a trifecta there. Yeah, the Tarosian trio. Yeah, the Tarosian trio. <laughs> hey, that would be good for a music group, I reckon. <laughs> the Tarosian trio. Go. That's got a real ring to it. There you go. We'll just have to make sure he, he sings. Well, yeah, he does. Um, he, he, <laughs> yeah, we heard him earlier, <laughs> we didn't did we? Hear him. He could certainly add his vocals. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he adds his He's vocals. He's got good lungs, that's for sure. Oh, for Definitely sure. has good lungs. There's nothing like those vocals at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, right? man. Yeah. Just like when you've only had half an hour of sleep. And, and the other day he started doing this funny cry. We all just looked at each other and laughed because Sharissa's dad was like, he sounds like a cockatoo. He was going, eh, <laughs> it's like funny high pitch loses voice momentary. Anyways, oh my. Well, hey, before we continue, I, I forgot to ask: Have you have you changed nappies? Oh, are you kidding? Of course. Oh, so you're oh, right into it. You're into time, the thick man. of it. Like, you're in the thick of he, it. Oh, are you kidding? I Do think, you wear gloves or just I mean, <laughs> like that without gloves? Gas mask. And, <laughs> no, no. They actually haven't been too bad. We've I mean, got plenty of masks. We've got <laughs> yeah, plenty of masks from too. COVID. All those, you can use them as nappies yeah. if we run out, you know. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, we've definitely uh, had the, the, nappy, the nappy changing experience. Man, this one time, I uh, actually it was so funny. Yesterday, we took him to the hospital for a physio appointment because his one of his feet, when he was born, his toes could like touch his shin mm-hmm. on his. It was really bendy, so they said, "Oh, I'll bring him back for a physio appointment. We'll show you some stretches and stuff." So we took him, and they're like, "Yeah, he's good. Just do this and this, and he'll be fine." So no need to go back. But we were in the parking lot afterward, and she was just like, "I need to feed him, but." I think we need to change him first. So we're like, where are we going to change him? Okay, the boot of the car. So we pop the boot, lay the mat down, change his nappy. It's a wet nappy. Then she's like, okay, let me feed him. But I was holding him, and I felt something and heard something. Was it warm? Yeah, not, qu- not quite, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it felt like it was along those lines. And I was like, uh, and I looked at him, and I, I wish, man, I wish our listeners could see me right now to imitate him. But I looked at him and I said, are you doing something? Mm-hmm. And he like looked at me and brought his pinky and his ring finger up to his mouth. And his eyes got big, kind of like, who, me? <laughs> it was just, I told Sharissa, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he just soiled this nappy. And she's like, nah. She's like, let me just feed him quick. So she feeds him. 30 minutes later, she's like, I think you're right about the nappy. So took him back, checked it out. And sure enough, man, the biggest unloading he had ever done. Cleaned that. Got ready to take him into the car. Sharissa goes around one side. I go around the other. I open the back door. I come back for him. And... I pick him up and I'm like, his shirt is wet. So I look and the side of his mouth has like some vomit, you know, milk that he'd spewed up and it would come down. I was like, okay, he's literally done everything that he could possibly do. (laughs) So he changed his clothes. Out of both sides. Got him in the car seat. (laughs) Out of of all sides. Everything that could happen has happened. (laughs) Well, except like a poo explosion, which we've heard of, but haven't yet experienced, thankfully. 
Wow, folk, only on the Looking Up show. <laughs> only on the Looking Up show, folks. So keep looking up. You ask. You ask. That's all I- <laughs> Charissa, if she was here, she'd be cringing right now. She'd be like, no, no, don't TMI, give those- Justin, TMI. People don't want to hear this. Oh, mate. There's nothing worse, Justin, I remember, and I've still got these memories. They're like burnt into my memory. You know, I can't get rid of them. You know, I have dreams at night and I'm thinking, no, this is not happening again. But where it all goes up the back. Have you oh, had one of those we haven't, where it goes we haven't had all that. the way up the back? <laughs> That's literally. what they call explosion or a number oh, three. I'm telling you, yeah. green, yellow. Oh. Oh, it's just <laughs> all the colours of the rainbow sometimes. It's just it's just not. <laughs> and so the smell bad. and everything. And um, I'm really, yeah. really hoping he's just a baby that doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they exist, but... Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> not on this planet anyway. Maybe on some other planet, but not on, not on planet Earth. Anyway. All right, folk. Well, we're going to hear a lot more about little baby Judah in the coming weeks, but um, we need to press on from there. We do have a giveaway. I need to give the phone number. We've got another congratulations that's come through, and I'm going to share that in just a moment. So that means we've got at least three listeners today, which is wonderful. And uh, the number, if you want to send in a congrats um, to Justin and Sharissa, or you just want to share a comment, you have a question, um, you want to tell us off about something, that's all <laughs> fine. We might not read that comment depending on what you write. Um, but we'll take it to heart. <laughs> but we will take it to heart. We will take it to heart. Um, 0488817624 is our looking up number. So pop that in your phone, lock that in, and um, you'll be in uh, in with a chance to, to take home um, or to get sent to you one of our giveaway prizes. So our giveaway prize for today is the book Story of Hope, a glimpse into a time when suffering will be no more. And that's what the second mm-hmm. coming is all about. We talked about yeah. the labor pains. When the labor pains are gone, mm-hmm. the baby is safely in your arms. And we just read that scripture in John 16 where the mother, you know, mm. no longer remembers. That's right. The you know, joy, the, the joy, overwhelms any of the sorrow yeah. and anguish. And came. the Bible says, you know, we will not remember the mm. pain and the suffering. You know, Jesus says in Revelation 21, all things are made new. Mm. You know, behold, all things are made yeah. new and the former things will not be remembered. Yeah. Beautiful promises. Mm. So that's the book, Study of Hope, and we'll be giving the code word uh, probably in our next section. Um, so there'll be some music after this section and then uh, straight after that we'll look to give the code word. So what's the code word? Well, we haven't decided yet because we haven't made that decision yet. So it might have something to do with babies. We'll see. We'll wait and see. But stay tuned. The code word will be coming in the next sec- in the next segment. And how many listeners? Um, how many of these books do we have, Shell? We've got seven. Seven. Good the perfect number. number the yeah, perfect yeah. number. Seven. And um, so, yeah, seven books to give away, and we'll give that code word to you in the next segment. So, Justin, um, Time's flying by. Yeah. We've spent so much time talking about this wonderful baby <laughs> gift, and it is, and it's worth spending a lot of time on because it was incubating there for nine months. <laughs> and um, so we have finally had an opportunity to, to talk a little on that. Now, there's news um, around the world in connection with Bible prophecy that we want to take mm, a look at now, yes. and then we're going to take a look at some other things as well. So I might start off by sharing this pretty incredible story. You know what? If um, somebody would have shared this with me even 10 years ago that this kind of scenario was possible, I would have said, 
no way. You know, I would have mm. said, you're, you're dreaming. Mm. You're dreaming. Join Justin um, <laughs> in dreamland. Um, but you are dreaming. And it, this was um, from January 20, so mm. 2023. So just, uh, I guess, a f- not so long ago, just over a week ago. And this was the headline from Fox News. Christian charity worker faces potential jail time fine after speaking about leaving the LGBT lifestyle. Can you read that again? So this is a Christian charity worker faces potential jail time as well as a fine after speaking about leaving the LGBT lifestyle. So this individual is uh, part of the LGBT community living an LGBT you know, uh, lifestyle. His name, um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to his name in just a moment. Here we go. He's, um, he's an individual from Malta. His name's Matthew Gretsch, mm. um, 33 years old. And I'll just read this to you and then we'll unpack this briefly. Um, a Christian charity worker in Malta could face jail time after he claimed that his faith enabled him to turn away from a homosexual lifestyle he no longer wanted. Matthew Gretsch, mm. 33, faces potential fines and imprisonment for allegedly falling afoul of his country's ban on conversion practices. We've got laws like this here in Australia, mm. especially in Victoria. When he explained to a local media outlet last year how he left homosexuality behind because he came to believe it was wrong. He goes on. He says, I was invited by this new emerging platform in Malta called PM News to share my story and to discuss sexuality in general. He goes on. He was surprised when police later called him early on a Sunday morning and ultimately served him with a prosecution order summoning him to court on February 3. Mm. So, in short, this is what's taking place here. This Matthew Gretsch, 33, living in Malta, um, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's involved in a, in a homosexual lifestyle. Um, however, he comes to the conviction, he comes under conviction that as a Christian, he is a Christian at this time, and there are many you know, who are Christians or, or, or say they are Christians and, and, have a, you know, and have an LGBT lifestyle. And he comes under conviction that that lifestyle is incompatible with his Christian faith, according mm. to the biblical according to the biblical worldview. Mm. And so he makes a decision to leave that behind. He has an interview um, with this PM News Malta, mm. and he is reported by the LGBT community um, regarding, yeah, by some LGBT activists um, there in Malta. He's, he's, he's reported to the authorities, mm. and the authorities come and serve him a summons. What was the crime that they... The crime was it's against the law to say anything um, in opposition to LGBT But, but it was his own life. It doesn't matter. He is not so he, allowed to... So, he's so not you can no longer to, share your own story. No, so he's not allowed to share his own story of his own convictions that he has come to based on Scripture. And because of that, he now... Uh, the, the, the court case is supposed to be heard very soon. I'm just trying to find the date here. February 3, which is in a couple of days' time. The court case is to be heard, and if he is convicted, he could potentially be uh, up for five thousand euros in fines, or up to five months in prison. Mm, wow! If he violates this um, Article Three of Malta's Affirmation of wow. Sexual Orientation, Freedom Gender, of Speech, and Gender Expression Act. 
Wow. Freedom of speech vanishing. It's gone out the window. It's mm. gone out the window. And um, and what his lawyer is saying is that this could be a domino effect. You know, Yeah, absolutely. Here's my biggest problem with this not only happening there but in other parts of the world where it may be happening is, is you're limiting someone's ability, a citizen's ability to share their own story of what has happened in their life, right? So. Yeah. So it's okay when their position is in line with with the common feelings of society, but when their own convictions about themselves and their own choices are not in line with that, they're ostracized, they're penal- penalized, you know, um, under law. And so I think it's it's um I think we need to approach this from a view of understanding, like, um, yeah, just like people should be able to share their own story. Right. People should be able to share what's happened in their life um, with freedom uh, and the ability to do that. But yeah, anyway, so Malta, I don't know much about Malta. I, I'm i not sure. I mean, obviously, I know it's in it's in it's, Europe. It's, it's part of the European Union. It's, it's the most liberal of all mm. the nations. And it's generally the forerunner in um, so-called progressive ideas and yeah. views and laws and so forth. I think it's interesting. It's interesting if I could just uh, the... The, the journalists who interviewed him also have an upcoming court case <laughs> for for airing this and um, and putting this story out there, and they face potential criminal sanctions for their part in conducting the interview. Can you believe it? Mm. Mm. So if we were in Malta and I was interviewing you on the Looking Up show in Malta, I would potentially also, as the interviewer, um, be in trouble mm. with the law, according to this article. This yeah. is this is crazy stuff. It is most definitely, and I think really um, we as Bible believing Christians need to help defend freedom of speech, but also demonstrate the love and the mm. compassion of God to people from all walks of life, and support people's ability to share their own story mm. of their own decisions and their own lives. Yeah. So, folk, we'll we'll watch this space and we'll try and update you as you go. But in the meantime, we've got our own Kate Gariga walk in it with me. And we'll be back after that. Help me, Jesus, I need you To do a work I couldn't do Take this heart of stone Make it flesh and make it light Let me see with your eyes You love perfectly Jesus, please be loved in me my ears hear you say this is the way walk in it with me walk in it with me Holy Spirit please abide in my heart and be my guide in everything I do Show me truth, reveal the lies Help me when temptations rise Bring the victory Spirit, won't you live in me? With us and my Redeemer I will go Watch around the walls until they Where he belongs On the throne 
walk in it with me. Father, please refine me till I'm in the center of Your will, resembling the sun. I am melted by Your love. The more I read, the more I trust everything You do. Father, I am. Gariga, walk in with me. What and, a beautiful uh, song! Absolutely, and we're blessed to work with Kate. Yeah, yeah. She sat in a meeting with her earlier. Yeah, didn't we? we were in a meeting with her, and um, and here we are listening to a beautiful voice. So, folk, you're on the Looking Up show with the wonderful Shell and the most um, tired-looking <laughs> Justin you will ever come across, <laughs> and the crazy Denny. <laughs> but it's great to have you wherever you're listening from on the more than. 230 stations around Australia. Mm. And um, we've got another congratulations note here. Oh, that's nice. On little baby Judah's arrival um, on the 4th of Jan. Congratulations on your new arrival, Justin and Sharissa. May the little one be to the glory of our Lord Jesus mm. Christ and to the blessing of many. Amen. Lots of love, Igor and Ivana oh, from and Canberra. Ivana. Thank you so much. There God you bless go. you guys. There you go. So we've got five people listening to us now. Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's like double our numbers, our usual numbers. <laughs> anyway, it must be a new year, so um, it's great. And by the way, folk, if you want to... Um, uh, send in your congrats or any comments or anything you want to share, any questions. 04 is our number. Now, folk, it's time for the code word for our book, our giveaway book, Story of Hope, a glimpse into a time when suffering will be no more, no more labor pains. Wow, for the That's earth right. and for mothers and just in general, no more pain and suffering. We're looking forward to that day. And uh, we've got seven books of Story of Hope. Uh, this is written by Ellen G. White, who is your great, 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 great grandmother. How many greats? Is it four? Yeah, three greats. Four oh. greats for our son Judah. Four, okay, yeah, so, yeah. so Judah's fourth great grandmother, <laughs> as in four greats, and for you it's three. Yeah, that's and right. So, so it's all happening. Beautiful book. Oh, it's, it's a powerful a book. Beautiful book, Story of Hope. And um, 
So for the first seven listeners um, to text in, so not call, but you need to text in the code word. And the code word is Justin. <laughs> not baby, Justin. <laughs> baby one. Baby one. That was Danny's one. choice. <laughs> Danny's choice. And because Sharissa, if you're listening, I think the implication is it's only number one. Of seven. <laughs> number one of seven. Because seven's Amen. the perfect number. We're going number. for perfection. You know, I'm willing to settle at five kids because then it makes seven, including us two parents. No, you don't count. You don't count. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, baby one. So the number one at the end of baby. So you need to text that in to 04 1724 And it's the first seven listeners that text in baby number one. And the, the, the number one to that number and we'll send you the book, Story of Hope. Now, Justin, before we went to that beautiful piece of music by Kate, um, we were sort of unpacking uh, this, this incredible story um, that, that, is, that, that really goes to the very heart of, of religious freedom, mm. freedom of speech, yes. speech, freedom of expression, and just the, your basic human rights of this individual. Um, in uh, Malta, this 33-year-old uh, Matthew Gretsch, who who has been um, uh, he has been summoned to appear before the magistrate court in a couple of days' time, because he made a decision to change um, his, I guess, sexual orientation mm. from the LGBT lifestyle, as he refers to it, to uh, biblical. Um, heterosexual mm. uh, lifestyle and way of living, and for that he has he has um, yeah been summoned. And it's interesting just to read here what Gresh's lawyers had to say. So mm. the lawyers that are representing him, this is what they say: uh, they plan to argue that his prosecution is a violation of his right to freedom of expression guaranteed under both the Constitution mm. of Malta and the European Convention on Human Rights. Good. This is a big deal. And then they go on and say, the domino effect of conversion therapy bans began in Malta. And they are saying, they are warning that this case threatens to set a precedent that could spread to other Western countries unless robust action is taken, Mm, you know, to ensure that... It's like a trial run It is. It is. Whether it's intentionally being used that way, it will be like a... Trial for future trials. That's exactly right. Now, Shell shared something really interesting mm. with us, you know, while that beautiful piece of music was going on. Shell, do you want to just share with our listeners just a really interesting insight that you shared and just this, this incredible irony with, um, mm. with, 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 with this supposed prosecution? Yeah, I was just um, bringing up about how uh, the pushes, you know, that gender is fluid and that sexuality is malleable, but it's not really the case when a person has decided that they, they want to change their sexuality to heterosexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem to, you know, there's all of these supposed different kinds of sexualities and all different kinds of genders that you can... and um, Go from one to the other. Yeah, and, yeah, things that you can try, but it can't be... It can't be mm. being straight or, or yeah. heterosexual. Mm. And what's interesting is you can be very public 
about uh, your switch from a heterosexual lifestyle to, uh, you know... Or even changing your... Yeah, Yeah, or even changing your body through surgery. Exactly. So you can be very public and you receive a lot of affirmation. Um, You know, the flags are flying, the parades are there um, in in most of the Western nations, um, you know, parading the LGBT lifestyle each and every year. You know, there's celebrations and parades. But to share the opposite view publicly, mm. well, now it's a criminal offence yeah. uh, where you can end up in prison and even. D- dare I say the major reason for this is not just because he went from an LGBTQ lifestyle to being heterosexual, but because he said to be in line with my Bible-based faith. That's right. I think that's it. It's not just that's a... the bottom line. It's not just a freedom of speech issue, but a religious freedom issue, and that's probably why it's under attack. He's under yeah. attack. Just, yeah. just mentioning religion. Mm, involved right. in this topic and the Bible him into trouble yeah. and the Bible indeed so True. it's interesting that you know many Western <clears throat> many Western nations have have now included in their laws you know these conversion therapy mm. um, bans and they've got you know they've got different laws like in the United States of America your homeland there there's a number mm. of states and municipalities from what I've read that have imposed you know different restrictions you know with variations mm. um, you've got Canada that has one of the strictest um, very similar to, to what we have here in Victoria in particular and um, and some other states that are also following suit. So this is really, really interesting, Justin. And mm. uh, we've been talking about this on the Looking Up show, this 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 swing that we have now to the left. You mm. know, you've got the left and the right and, um, you know, liberal views or progressive views as people like to refer to them, um, where we are moving so far to the left um, that one of these days the pendulum is going to swing to the right mm. and it's going to be just as hard, if not harder, going to the right, according to what Bible prophecy teaches. Mm. Yeah. And, and in you can some, just see how we're being set up for it. Definitely. And in some bizarre way, it's like left and right will at the end of time combine, mm. even though they hold opposite beliefs in so many yeah. ways and persecute the people of God. So that that is really, really fascinating. So we'll see where that goes. Keep Keep this individual in prayer and, and many others. Um, in prayer as they as they seek to stand up for their faith, and I just sort of mm. want to read this last little bit here um, what what this Matthew Gresh has to say he says he says, "We believe in the best for our nation, but there has been an idol that has been set up, and it needs to come down mm. speaking of this of this law mm. he says, we are facing the idol of our generation." And we're saying we're not going to bow down to you no matter what the cost. Mm. Wow. Isn't wow. that powerful? Yeah, very powerful. So this idol. It's kind of, of like Daniel chapter 3. It is. Yeah. It is. They wouldn't bow down to the idol. This this human imposed idol mm. that is contrary to the very foundational principles that God has established for yeah. how a society um, ought to enjoy the greatest, you know, prosperity and happiness and peace, yes. which is founded on marriage and the family, the biblical marriage and the family mm-hmm. narrative that God has given us, the template that he's given us in the book of Genesis, Genesis 1 and 2. Um, as we seek to destroy that and we bring in laws to, to, to seek to affirm you know, the opposite, mm. we're setting up that idol. Yeah. But that idol will come down. Yeah, that idol will come down. Jesus is coming. Amen. So yeah, very very powerful. Now, did you want to share anything else, brother? There's a lot uh, more we can share yeah. on that, but we'll move no. on to some other this, other items that are in connection with Bible prophecy. Yeah, some things in the news, um, just on the natural history or the natural 
world front and natural disaster front. California had historic floods. There was, of course, a historic drought. We were praying for it to break. And I told my parents a few months ago, when the rains come, it's going to bring floods, most likely. Mm. Well, it didn't just rain. It poured. Uh, they called them... Um, uh, atmospheric rivers that were coming down in California, uh, flooded out. Like you mentioned, New Zealand floods as well. Um, and of course, this is one of the signs of the times of, that, uh, you know, Jesus coming is not far away, historic. And it's like the more time goes on, the more it's like, oh, once in 400 year floods, you know, and Lismore again for what the third year in a row recently or the third time or second time in a row. It's like, oh, yeah, once in 200 years, once in 400 years. But it's happening almost every other year. Um, on another fascinating note, this blew me away. And go home, YouTube this, search this on YouTube, search Davos, D-A-V-O-S 2023 brain transparency. There is a message there, a 28-minute message by a lady named Nita Farahani. And uh, Nita Farahani, and just look up brain transparency with a question mark. Just watch the first five minutes. It is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, they basically start by, and this was at Davos just a few weeks ago. This lady's a professor at um, uh, Duke University, and... Uh, Yes, this is she, where the World Economic Forum was exactly being held. the World Economic Forum meetings. Yes, thank you in Davos um, just recently, and she basically was she showed this little cartoon and it's like, well, this is um, imagine a future like this. And this lady goes to work, and on the top of her screen at work, there's these waves in this bar that's going across the screen, and it says, yeah, this is your brain waves, and they're being monitored by your employers. And, mm. you know, a copy can go to your doctor and, and you can check in on it yourself and your employer can check in on it. And she basically shared that during the pandemic, 80% of employers of companies reported that they use wearable technology, which she calls boss wear, yeah. um, to monitor the brainwaves and the mental activity of their employees. How to, and this can be, don't get me wrong, this can be really valuable at times, like in, in cases where people need to drive and it's the middle of the night and they're yep. too sleepy and it can detect, mm. hey, you need to take a break and have yep. your coworker yep. drive. It's wonderful, right? Um, but she openly said, as she goes on and tells the story of like what could happen and how, you know, and in this little cartoon in the introduction, it says, oh, but your coworker one day, you know, police come in and they arrest him and he's guilty of this and that. And they're checking everyone else's brainwaves to see if their brainwaves line up with his at certain times of the day to see who's been collaborating with him on this crime. And you're worried because you've been working with him on a work project. Mm. And she says, wow. could this become a reality? She said, well, it already is. Wow. becoming reality in many, you know, companies. And uh, she basically said, uh, you know, it's coming to that point. And she said, and if people don't like it, well, they can quit. But where are they going to go? Because every company is going to be implementing it's this boss wear. Wow. And so, and boss she, I mean, she even said, like, it'll tell you, like, your brainwaves may reveal when you're zoning out or when you're losing focus. And we can send a little vibration shock to get you back on track and help you focus. I mean, it's like a shock collar from a dog, you know, <laughs> just uh, really remarkable. But the fact that and get this, man, she said that There's current more. technology can read with these brain scans, these material, these things they put on your head, these brain scanners, they can see faces that you're picturing in your mind at times. And they can even get your bank um, pin card, like pin number for your bank card wow. from your mind. 
From your Just mind. from you thinking it, they can. Serious? They say AI is so good that it deciphers the brain waves to be able to do that now, and so it's really, um, it's really scary stuff, man, to a degree. Because of course she says she said, you know, this could be, and this is the most dangerous technology to ever be introduced into the world, and it could be used for evil, of course. But we're only going to use it for good. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Check it out. You got to check out the video. Just check out Brain Transparency, Davos 2023. The lady's name is Nita Farahani. And uh, really mind-blowing stuff, so what's, you, what's coming so down the pike. So you could potentially be convicted of what you're thinking in your head yeah. without actually even saying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, like you would, have mercy. Yeah. So that means my wife would know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> if, yeah, she if she made you that, wear one of these. If she had that husband wear. <laughs> yeah, husband I'm wear. telling you, we're living in crazy times. <laughs> my friends, this is telling us that that midnight hour is coming yeah. very, very soon. And... um we're going to go to a to to a break soon, and we're going to go to the news and a beautiful song. We're going to come back with an update on the doomsday clock mm. because there is a doomsday clock out there that gets updated every year in January. It's just mm. been updated, True. and we're going to take a look at where that is because that directly connects with the words of Jesus in connection with midnight. Mm. So don't go away, folk. We're going to be coming back with that and some other news. I can't believe it's literally 5 o'clock almost. (laughs) Where is the time flown? Listen to Ben Farrell, Take My Yoke, the news, and then Justin and I and Shell will be back with you after that. I'll take the sadness that you felt Take those feelings and melt them Like the trees and the forest Recreate you anew You were pure like the rain But the world seemed to stain you Mark you and bruise your very soul But take my yoke, it is easy Take my burden, it is light have seen the tears fall from your eyes. My peace will calm the tempest and still the raging storm, and my love will clear your skies. My love will clear your skies. my grace I have formed you, called and ordained your very path. I'm your light, I'm your star, and it's me who makes you who you are. Yield to the molding, trust in me. Take my yoke, it is easy, take my burden, it is light. I've seen the tears fall from your eyes. My peace will calm the tempest and still the raging storm. And my love will clear your skies. My love will clear your skies. Take my yoke, it is easy. Take my burden. Call 
The popular question of the day segment has moved. Lyle Southwell will answer every Bible question you have on his new time spot Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Faith FM. During the afternoons with Shell program. So send your questions to info at faithfm.com.au or text us at 04 888 Listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Ooh, pancakes, waffles, orange juice, veggie mite on toast. I don't smell any of that. This is a Bible study. Yeah, but I thought this was like the breakfast show. No, it's a show at breakfast time. We do quizzes, interviews, good news and current events. That kind of breakfast show. Blake, I know that you're new here, but we're trying to feed people spiritual food, not physical food. Okay, well, why didn't you tell me that before I got to the studio? It's in your job description. Now, please, do the intro. Tune in every weekday morning right here on Faith FM for the new Breakfast Combo with Blake and Lawson. Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right, and if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event, because you can actually participate. There's a free giveaway that you can claim, you can text in your questions and prayer requests. Live is so much more fun, so catch you then. the looking up show with Shell, justin and danny and we are in the final stretch mate we yes, are, we are in that final stretch heading down the home stretch and um i can't believe how quickly the show has gone by this week it's flown by and speaking of shows ours came on today just after a new show with uh robbie bergen yeah that's so right any listeners who've listened on this far through us and put up with us oh mate yeah that <laughs> is uh, that is an ordeal that is labor pains <laughs> They are radio labor pains to have to put up with. Not me so much, but more Justin. Um, <laughs> they are the radio labor pains. But yeah, conversations. Yeah, that's right. Conversations. I really look forward to listening back to that on the app and yeah. checking it out. Yeah, well, well let, let, let's give the app, app a plug because there might be people tuning in for the first time. We have a Faith FM app. And you can go to the Faith FM app and all the programs are there. Faith FM Australia. It'll yep. pop up in the app store. Yeah, exactly. And it's free. So just download it and you can go to the browse section there and all the different programs that Faith FM air. They're all there, including the Looking Up show. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to really binge and um, and really move into 2023 in a, in a hugely successful way, you can listen from the very first program <laughs> with our mate Wattsy, Peter Watts, yeah. who's now in Victoria. Yeah. 
that's right. Yeah, he's moved, moved from to uh, Warburton. Tasmania yeah, to Yeah, from Tasmania to Warburton. So they let him out of Tassie. And um, <laughs> he's, he's back on the mainland, as we call it. Um, and so, yeah, he's there. So um, if anyone's listening from Warburton, please say a big hi to Peter Watts, Pastor Peter Watts. Top guy, top guy. Yeah, so he, he, he kicked things off and then he took off. And your dear wife, she was kind enough to go through... I guess that prepared her for the labour pains having to deal with me <laughs> on the radio <laughs> for over a year, a year and a half, I think, somewhere yeah, there. Yeah, somewhere around Maybe there. two years. Actually. It could be two years. It was two yeah. years, actually. It was so. two years, yeah. So, yeah, we started the, the Looking Up show in 2020 mm. um, when, when COVID came to town and it was a show specifically focused on the coming of Jesus, the signs of his coming, Bible prophecy being fulfilled literally before our very eyes as mm. we have seen. Um, in the last three years in particular, and the way things have ramped up in so many different areas of life. And then, um, yeah, Sharissa uh, continued on, I think, at the end of 2020. She started, and, yeah, up until now. And now we've got Justin. <laughs> Yay. Just filling in. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, folk, um, yeah, the app, uh, great idea. Download the app, and you can, yeah, you can get all the previous programs of all the different shows on there, and you will enjoy it. You'll be blessed. And the good thing is with the app, as long as you've got the internet, um, even if your radio reception's not the best, which it's not the best everywhere, mm. but if you've got the internet, you're That's home right. and hosed. Yeah. That's right. You can, you can just listen to your heart's content yeah, to yeah. the Faith FM show. Well, um, we have a few more books. I'm not quite sure how many, uh, but we've got a few more books of the, the, the giveaway book, Story of Hope, written by Ellen White more than a century ago by your great-great-great-grandmother. <laughs> I got that right. Um, a glimpse into a time when suffering will be no more. And so this is a beautiful little book. You will love it. If you would like it, um, you need to text the code word, which is BABY with the number one. BABY one. <laughs> and for obvious reasons, that's the code word. 04-888-17624. That's 04-888-17624. Lock that number in. That's our looking up number. And so you can have that on speed dial. If you've got any um, comments, questions, any congratulation notes to share with Justin and Sharissa, just fire away on that number and we will share them on air. So we had a beautiful song um, just before the break uh, from Ben Farrell, Take My Yoke. That was a beautiful song followed by that little intro by Malita Fong, your sister-in-law. Ah, true. Yes. Hasn't she got a beautiful voice? Yes, definitely. Just a beautiful angelic voice. I just, just, just love her voice and love her music. So, Justin, uh, we've only got a, a few, a few fleeting moments mm. um, before our listeners uh, have have a sigh of reprieve because the show's over. <laughs> um, are there some Are there some final things that we want to tap into that that are telling us that the coming of Jesus is indeed drawing near? You've got something mm. funny to share before we get into that. So <laughs> yeah. we, we want to share this little fun. Maybe thing. just a little bit of good news, and then we'll get to the ultimate good news of the gospel, of course, but some good news. Um, for United States citizens who have spouses that are not citizens, uh, who may not have been vaccinated with the COVID vaccine, maybe they didn't need it for work or for any other reason, um, yeah, there's some good news. The U.S. is currently, you cannot travel to the United States legally unless you are a citizen who is vaxxed or unvaxxed, but if you're not vaxxed with the COVID vax, then you cannot travel to the U.S. unless you are a citizen. So if you're a non-citizen and you're not vaccinated with the COVID jab, you can't get into America. The U.S. is one of the last countries that has this law, by the way. Um, but we just heard this morning, 
And good news for Novak Djokovic, Indeed. actually. He'll be smiling from ear to ear. May 1, they're going to scrap that. And so that's what they say now. They could kick the can down the road, but who knows. On another note, um, the free world is being led by, um, you know, the United States at least, led by President Biden, who's had a really kind of crazy time with some hidden files that he stole and all mm. this craziness. But the good news is he has summarized the United States in one word. And uh, I asked Shell if we could share audio of this because it's just so poignant, so concise, so epic. We want you to huge, hear. Huge, huge. You got to be listening. In. That can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, <laughs> foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. <laughs> you even say the word. All oh, right, we just thought we'd we'd share that with you to brighten oh, your day. A bit, of fun, a, bit of, a bit of fun. A bit of fun. Good luck spelling that one. <laughs> So whoever that's that 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 should be our code word for next week, <laughs> and we'll give away we'll give away a million dollars. Yeah. Justin's going to give away a million dollars if you can spell that code word for next week. <laughs> the giveaway will be a million dollars for a trip to the United States, no matter vaxxed or unvaxxed from May one, <laughs> hopefully. So anyway, yeah, that, that's that's a lot of fun. I, I really do feel sorry for poor President Biden. He really shouldn't be in that position, mm. in my humble opinion. Um, for whatever reason, the guy does struggle yeah. uh, cognitively. Yeah. He does struggle. It's clear. To, and yeah. now his own party is eating him alive. You know, you yeah. got news anchors on CNN mocking yeah. him. And, you know, yeah. people that used to be in his corner yeah. defending him when he was yeah. kind of difficult it's to defend. It's not nice. It's not nice. Look, I don't believe in making fun of anyone, I don't yeah. care whether they're the president, yeah. whether they're the, the person next door, whoever they are, we should not make fun of people. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, the media is, is just having, having a real fun time and getting their kicks and their laughs out of mm. poor President Biden and all these bloopers yeah. and, 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 and lots of presidents so have had so them. Forth. You had like George Bush, George W., who, who had the little bloopers like you know the funny things yeah, that he'd say and mess is. up no, and but, it's but, but he was cognitively a, normal like this he was is on a different level this is on a different right. level where where it's not a word or a phrase or a sentence um it's just something that's unintelligible yeah. you know what i mean you and it's not like it's a one-time gaffe like no, he no, has many of them the yeah and i mean even when they've got prompters going there and they've got prompters generally going cue cards or he walks off and puts his hand out to shake the hand of nobody yeah nobody and he just kind of puts it down it is sad it is really really they should not be putting him in a position like that i mean you know but then again he's willing like he's chosen it and he wants to run again so part of it is i'd be willing to listen to your wife dr jill who's telling you probably don't run again and you know, I don't know. I'd Anyways. be willing to sing a duet with Malita, but that wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, you know, I'm all willing. I'm all ready. Yeah. But that would be horrible for everyone, including her, especially, you know. <laughs> so just because someone's willing, we should not put them in that position. You know, your child yeah. that's age five or six or seven may be willing to drive the car. Yeah. Well, they're in a tricky place because the Democrats don't want to get rid of him because Kamala Harris would be in his place. Well, and they don't really like her either. So all I it's, know a little, is, it's a bit of a mess. Well, maybe. Maybe that's one reason why the doomsday clock is ticking closer to midnight. <laughs> Tell us about when, it, actually. When President Biden gets before the microphone. I never thought about the biblical reference yeah. from Jesus. Yeah, there's a biblical reference from Jesus. We're going to get to it in the moment. So every January since 1947, when um, the doomsday clock, now in case some of our listeners are wondering what on earth is the doomsday clock, well, you can simply go to Google and you can find out all about it. But just a, just a, a quick summary of it, the doomsday clock... Um, is a metaphor that was um, invented by 
by none other than Albert Einstein. Oh, was he? Famous I Albert didn't know Einstein that. and and a couple of other um, renowned scientists in his sphere, and uh, they they came together. Um, with other members of the Chicago University um, that that had a great part to play in the Manhattan Project, mm. which was at the forefront of developing the atomic bomb. Yeah. And so after the atomic bomb was dropped um, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, they felt they had an obligation, a responsibility um, to, warn, <clears throat> to warn the political leaders of the world um, that if we continue this trajectory, making this kind of um, artillery and weaponry, we're going to find ourselves in a far worse predicament. Mm. And today we've 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 got we've moved on from a, from atomic warfare. Now we've got nuclear warfare. Mm. And so um, every year in January, beginning in 1947, um, the Doomsday Clock, as it has become known, either uh, clicks closer, ticks closer to midnight or further away, depending yeah. on what's been happening. So if you go online and you can see that in 1947, um, it, was, it was at about six or seven, seven minutes to midnight, and it's been going down. It went down to, 19, to two minutes to midnight um, in 1953, and midnight is doomsday. It's the end of the world, mm. you know, um, from the hand of humans. Yeah. You know, that, that's what they're saying through nuclear means and, and other means. So that's when the, the, the USSR, as it was known back mm. then, and the Americans, they um, tested a hydrogen bomb, oh, yeah. far more powerful that's than right. the atomic bomb. That was in 1953. So two minutes is pretty close to midnight, Two obviously. minutes is very, very close. And then it kind of went up, and then it went down in the 1980s. It went back down, and then it was at its highest, most optimistic point in 1991. Optimistic. Seven, 17 minutes to midnight. Wow. So far away from midnight. That's the furthest yeah. from midnight it's been in 1991. Do you know what was happening in 1991? Falling of uh, communism. Yeah, the falling of yeah, communism. So, yeah, so there was a lot of optimism in the world, you know, yeah, yeah. that um, mm. the Cold War was over, yeah. it was behind us, and peace and prosperity, you know, bring out the, bring out the, the barbecue, let's put mm. a shrimp on the barbie and away we go. Not us, obviously, <laughs> but, you know, the average Aussie. And so, but from 1991, if you take a look at the doomsday clock, it's been heading in only one direction for the last three decades. It's been going down, down, mm. down, down. It hasn't gone mm. up since 1991, as mm. in it hasn't gone backwards. You know, uh, backwards, exactly. And in the year 2018, it went back to two minutes to midnight. Mm. And so we were like at the closest point that we had ever been um, back to 1953. Mm. But then in 2020, they updated the clock to 100 seconds to midnight. And it remained 100 seconds to midnight for the next two years. And this year in January, it was updated to 90 seconds to midnight. Oh, wow. So now we are at 90 seconds to midnight. And um, it's it's really fascinating, the language that, that, that's being used, um, you know, closest ever mm. to midnight. Wow. In 2022, <clears throat> when it stayed at 100 seconds to midnight, the headline was at Doom's doorstep. Mm. Wow. Jesus said, when you see, my, you know, even at the door, you know, yeah, you will know wow. when my coming is near, even at the door. Mm. You know, another headline was, um, you know, closer than ever. Um, that was the first one. 2021 was, you know, this is your COVID wake-up call. Mm. It is 100 seconds to midnight. So using biblical language, Jesus talked about, you know, waking up mm. when we see all these things. And now we're at, you know, 90 seconds to midnight. And when you take a look at 
Um, you know, when you take a look at the the press release from the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, and by the way, there's like ten Nobel laureates amongst these scientists. Wow. So these are wow. these are your who's who of the scientific mm. community. Yeah. So it it says simply, you know, um, here the unprecedented danger that was the headline for this year, and um, you know they speak of you know, bio threats, nuclear proliferation, climate crisis, state-sponsored disinformation, disruptive technology, and a whole host of other issues hmm. that are driving the clock downwards. Wow. So all these things that are happening, Justin, are telling us that hmm. we need to be looking up because Jesus is coming soon. Absolutely. So we are right there, I believe, and, um, you know, we'll see for how much longer the Lord holds back those hmm. winds of strife. Yeah. But in the, in the coming weeks, we're going to be unpacking a lot more of, of where we are and how we can continue to keep looking up. So, folk, in the meantime, there's a beautiful song from Andrew Peterson, Pass Over Us, and we'll be back with some final thoughts. Well, we all remember Moses on the banks of the river. He said, Pharaoh, you've got to let my people go. You don't want me to have to tell you this ten times over.
Hope you enjoyed that beautiful song from Andrew Peterson, Pass Over Us. And um, we are at the very end of our Looking Up show on this uh, first day back in 2023, February 1. Hope and pray that you were blessed. Very organic, a lot babies and news <laughs> and you name it, we had it. And um, we even including Biden there. Biden even made a, <laughs> even made an appearance today. And um, so I just want to thank you so much for joining us on this um, yeah first day back. And we're looking forward to journeying with you on the Looking Up show in 2023. Now, Justin, do you have a final word or two of encouragement for our listeners? I guess my encouragement would be to you. Um, just Jesus' words in John 16 that we read earlier in verse 21, where he uses the illustration of a woman. He says, a woman, when she has, is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for the joy that a human being has been born into the world. And Jesus uses this, and he goes on in the next verse, to compare it to his second coming. Mm. And just seeing that in my wife, Sharissa, the pain, the agony, the anguish she was going through vanish when she heard the cry and saw the face of our our baby. Um, I just want to encourage anyone out there who may be battling, who may be struggling with something in your life. Maybe you're going through a difficult time yeah, or some kind of anguish that you or someone you love and are close to is going through, take courage, take hope that you can look up, lift your eyes to Christ mm, because amen. the day is coming when at his return, that pain, that anguish is so minuscule that it will be like you can't even remember it mm. in comparison with the overwhelming joy amen. of being in his presence. Amen. That's very, very powerful. That was the first bookend of our radio show today, mm, wasn't it? True. We talked about little baby <laughs> Judah and we're going to be tuning in to his progress in the coming weeks and I know that you're all looking forward to hearing how him and mother in particular are doing. And the the second bookend, how we concluded, was on the doomsday clock. Mm. And uh, when 90 seconds to midnight, mm. we've discovered, and these uh, renowned scientists with their doomsday clock, and they're counting down to doomsday, mm. you know, when, when this world as we know it um, will be destroyed through human activity. Mm. But for the Christian, for the Bible-believing, Jesus-believing Christian, Midnight is not doomsday. Midnight is the second coming of mm, Jesus. Yeah. Notice what Jesus said in Matthew 25, 6, using the language of Christ 2,000 years ago. These guys don't even realize the metaphor they're using. Jesus said, and at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Mm. And so it's at midnight. You know, the darkest time in human history that mm. Jesus breaks through human history and he ushers in. Uh, a new world where there'll be no more pain, suffering, and sorrow. And he wants us to be part of that mm. world. And that's why Amen. we need to continue to look up when we see all these things happening because our redemption, mm. that midnight hour that Jesus spoke of, is coming. And mm. man will not destroy himself, but Jesus will intervene at that mm. final moment in human history and deliver his people. And I'm praying Amen. that we'll all be part of that. Amen. Now, Justin, would you be able to have a prayer with us before we close? Sure, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your word that that is a light shining in a dark place as uh, you use the illustration for us in it as a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We thank you for it and the light that it sheds on our heavenward journey. Lord, we thank you for all that you do for us. We thank you for the signs of the times that you um, point out to us in prophecy, not to scare us, but to prepare us mm, and to help us be ready for your soon return. 
Um, we pray that um, we would continue to look to you. Fill us with your spirit, Lord. Change our lives mm. and prepare us for your return, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. And folk, that's about all we've got time for this first show of 2023. I hope and pray that you've been blessed. Um, we've been blessed to have Shell and Justin, and I've been just hanging out here. And, um, <laughs> and just remember that fear looks around, regret looks up, but faith always keeps looking up. Keep looking up. Until next time, and enjoy the Drive Time Show in the meantime. <laughs> God bless you, and bye for now. <laughs> Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up. When there's pain deep in your heart Keep looking up, don't give up, don't give up Should the tears begin to start With a prayer all your cares He will cast Into the depths of the sea is love is all